0: Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com. For now, please enjoy today's show and don't forget to subscribe for daily inspiration from our very special guests. Hello and welcome to the Empowered Wisdom Show. This is your host, Molly McCartney, and I'm here today with Janie Perez. She's the founder of Me Legacy and host of the Latina Mom Legacy podcast. Uh, Jenny's um, expertise and the service she provides in the world is to help um, moms of um, bilingual families raise kids in a way in which they have confidence to, to do what they need to do in the world and also listen to their little spirits and stay focused on what matters. And she'll, she'll go a little bit deeper into that. Um, really love what she does. Uh, today, we're also going to talk about transforming self-sabotage. Um, in in a business like this, in terms of how we're showing up in the world, trying to follow a calling. There's ways that we will do that. And um, and she's got some tools to share. And then, of course, as usual, we'll be offering a reading to help her and anybody out there struggling with the same thing. So welcome, Jenny. How are you today?
1: I am doing great. Thank you so much for having
0: me on your show. You're so welcome. So tell us a little bit more about the um, what you do with me legacy and and what you do with your podcast, but primarily kind of how your work has changed over the years and how you serve now.
1: So I have to go back. Um, so I am married. I have a seven-year-old daughter. And when my daughter was two years old, I knew that I wanted her to, I knew that I wanted to raise her to uh, be bilingual Uh, potentially multilingual, because my husband is Bulgarian. He speaks Bulgarian. Uh, And I wanted her to be connected to her roots. I also had sort of a calling, or uh, I, I can't explain it, but something very deep inside that I felt like I needed to share my experience with the world. And I told my husband at the time, that I wanted to start a business doing this. And I wasn't 100% sure what that business was going to look like, but that this is something that I had to do. It's not something that I wanted to do. It's something that I had to do. And he just kind of looked at me like, okay. (laughs) And so what happened was that at the time in 2017, uh, I've been in product development for Over 20 years. So I started my business with what I knew how to, what to do. And that was product. So when I started my company, it started as a subscription box business, where parents would subscribe uh, monthly subscription, they would get a little box in the mail, with uh, uh, books or activities for the child to learn Spanish and always I always had a soft spot for the mom always a little something for the mom to make her feel empowered to make her feel good about herself. Unfortunately, that business model didn't quite work financially. And in the process I had a lot of leftover products, so I ended up going and doing a lot of shows and events and meeting one-on-one with the, with the moms. And what I realized from those events is that I really I could really feed off of that connection and that's how the Latina Mom Legacy podcast started. And that's that was my way to connect with the moms and again continue to sort of empower them and motivate them to to raise bilingual children and That's sort of where I'm at now. I have the podcast and uh, I do coaching and I do mentoring with parents uh, in group sessions. I have an online course and it really is to serve the community, to empower them to to raise bilinguals, uh, to empower them as moms, to give them tools that will help motivate them to build up their confidence. Uh, Because a lot of the bilingual parenting it's about habit creation and building confidence to stay committed because this is a long-term journey. This is not something that you commit to for six months or a year and your child automatically speaks two or three languages. It's a long journey. And I want to make sure that these moms are empowered and have the tools that they need to get through this long journey.
0: Mm, I love that. That's beautiful. And it just, I mean, it really goes to show because that's a very specific um kind of. I guess, pie pie chart of people, but it's just, it goes to show that when you are called to do a specific thing such as this, Mm -hmm. you can't plan it. You know, it's like, yes, this is kind of what, what maybe you were dealing with. So yes, I'm going to help others, but you know, that doesn't come to everybody. So I think there's Mm -hmm. something about having a spiritual calling that it may or may not be a spiritual quote unquote business but it is what you are meant to do and how you're meant to serve. And I'm sure you feel very fulfilled doing that work as well. Is that right?
1: Yeah, hundred percent. And it's funny because early, early on when I started this business, when I had no idea what this was going to look like, or I could foresee the future. I had a lot of people tell me, well, you're, you're too niche. You're, you're too hyper-focused on why does it have to be just Latina moms? Why can't you expand? And I said, I said I plan to expand because I I would love to not for it to not just be about creating a a Latina legacy. I would love to be for a parents from all countries to be able to leave their language and heritage legacy. I mean, that would be my ultimate uh, dream, but I have to start somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: from the beginning, I said, this is my audience. This is who I know. This is who I'm speaking to. And it's never changed. It's always been that. And even when people doubt or don't trust, they don't understand quite what you're doing. It's like, I fall back on like, this is what feels right for me. This is what my, what my intuition tells me, my gut feeling. And I have to follow that. Like, thank Mm -hmm. you for, for your advice. I know you've been in business for 20 plus years and you're great at what you do, but I cannot mute my intuition. I cannot put like, like a, a, an an off button.
0: Amen. Amen. Sister, I hear you on that. And, 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 One thing I wanted to mention is it's really interesting. Anybody telling you not to niche down because I, I've heard more often niche, niche, niche. And it's like some people on the other side get so scared to, to eliminate, you know, not, not being able to help everybody at the same time. So there's definitely a balance in it. And, and in all of that, amen, we have to listen to our intuition and Mm -hmm. what, what spirit is guiding us. Cause as I always say, our intuition is plugged into something much greater than ourselves that has the bigger picture way more than our minds do. And that's sometimes with marketing and things like that, it can be very mindy, very thinking, Mm -hmm. and not so, you know, kind of driven by that inner impulse. So you mentioned in your family that your father had a sixth sense, Mm -hmm. and it it sounds like he passed it down to you. Um, So what was that like kind of being raised with that encouragement to listen to that, that it wasn't woo-woo nonsense and, and that you could actually depend on it or at least feel inspired by it?
1: It was wonderful. It was truly wonderful. And my father passed away in 2020. And part of like all the stuff that I'm going through is because of that. But growing up, he didn't know, he didn't realize that his morning, like little therapy sessions were sort of conditioning us to tap into our inner uh, selves. And so growing up, we would wake up, and the first thing that he would ask us was, Did you sleep well? Good morning. Did you sleep well? What did you dream of? And oh. we would sit and we would just tell him what our dreams were. And then he would sit and proceed for the next five, 10 minutes to analyze our dreams and sort of tell us what, what they were about and what that meant. And so that was very familiar to me. And I remember going. As a teenager, to a dream conference in Colombia. We were visiting, and this was something that we, that just my dad and me did. And so it was wonderful because now with my daughter, I see myself doing the same things where every morning it's like, Niha, did you sleep well? Like, what did you dream of? And now she looks forward to just telling me, like, if she dreams of something and we begin to kind of tap into like the symbolism and, and what it represents and, and, you know, what can that mean for, for our subconscious and our feelings? And, and that was good. He, we both, I would say my dad and I both had very, he had, and I have. Uh, very strong uh, uh, connections in terms of the dream world. So uh, he, would, he would get messages and to the point where, uh, when his sister had ca- breast cancer, stage four breast cancer and was living in Colombia, in the countryside, he called her, he called the village to uh, let them know that she needed to call him, that it was an emergency. So she called him back and he told her that she needed to go to the doctor because she had cancer and she hadn't. Gone to the doctor, and sure enough, when she went to the doctor, they told her that she had stage four cancer. Wow. So so and I'm similar. My husband doesn't believe in a whole lot of stuff. He calls me the angel of death. And, oh, no. and, <laughs> and unfortunately, um, I do get premonition dreams, and they're usually strongest when it's something uh bad or that something I can feel and sense. And I'll call my friends if I feel that something is off. And, and, and sure enough, just a couple of weeks ago, I called one of my girlfriends cause I had a premonition dream and it was very strong. And, and uh, I just told her, just be careful. And the next day uh, she called me to tell me that she had been in a car accident mm-hmm. and uh, uh, but she was okay. Her kids weren't in the car and stuff. So, so it, Growing up, back to the, back to the original question, it I feel like he he was able to pass down a lot of that um, to me, and uh, maybe to I don't know my sister as much, but but definitely uh, we have that strong connection.
0: I love that, and it's obviously served you well. Has it been challenging having that gift over your life?
1: You know, it. I will say that it is strongest at sometimes and uh, more dormant at others. I feel that when uh, when in my waking life, when when in my conscious life, I am more aware, I practice my meditation, I go on my, my morning meditation walks, that I am more in tune and I am more tapped in and the dreams just come more vividly, they come more regularly. When I am sort of bogged down in the everyday day to life, where I am, my life, my day life is more foggy or I'm going through a lot of stuff, then I feel like I am not as connected and not as tapped in and that sort of gets foggy. So I'm, I don't dream as much or I don't remember as much. Mm
0: -hmm. And so
1: I think they go hand in hand.
0: Yep. That makes total sense. Yeah. And you had mentioned that meditation practice and how it's helped you stay on track, not only with your intuition, but that spiritual alignment. Mm -hmm. So um, tell us a little bit about what's worked really well for you. In terms of staying in alignment with that, whether it be for your business or for your your personal life, anything.
1: I feel like it's changed and evolved over the years, and whether I've been a seeker or it's um, found me, I've managed to, throughout different parts of my life, have had different spiritual uh, awakenings or different experiences, and now. After my father died in 2020, I felt like I had been I went through a period where I was a little bit more dormant, just again just living every day focused on my business, focused on doing stuff. And it took him passing away for me to sort of put the brakes on everything and really look at my life and say what has meaning in my life? What do I truly value? What 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 do I want to matter in my life? And after that, I did a lot of soul searching and I came back to silence and I just came back to just being quiet, quieting my mind and being connected to God or source or whatever you want to call it. And after that, so it's been two years now that that is something that I know that I can't depart from because I've seen my life change and I've seen it bring so much value into my life that when I wake up and it's been a couple of days that, that I haven't quieted my mind or haven't gone for a nice long walk and that I wake up. And the first thing that I feel is that desire. I'm like I have to do this. It's like, mm-hmm. you, you, it's a need. For myself to to want to do it. So it's definitely become a uh, part of my life and and hopefully it'll it'll stay this way for a long time.
0: Yeah, it sounds important. Well, it's it's just as important to get, you know, fresh air and water and good food, good healthy food when we feed our spirit. Our spirit is is more present, is stronger. Mm-hmm. I like to say, even sometimes when we don't, it kind of leaves the building. It leaves, mm-hmm. it goes somewhere else that's a little more pleasant. So when you mentioned struggling with self-sabotage. Do you mind sharing how that shows up for you and how it's related to maybe not following your intuition or not being connected?
1: Yeah, for me, it's it has to do a lot with how I was raised and my cultural upbringing. Because when your parents are immigrants and when you grow up as a first-generation latina american all you know about your family is work Mm. it's the work ethic and there's there's a a funny meme that goes around uh the latino community and it's like hobbies what's that oh no (laughs) because we grew up my parents never had hobbies we didn't know like scrapbooking i i learned about scrapbooking when i was like in my early Mm twenties with my ex-boyfriend and his family from Kansas city, Missouri. And they were avid scrapbook handles. Like, what is this? (laughs) Like, this is a thing. (laughs) (laughs) So it just puts into context, like you growing up, it's just, you work hard to go somewhere to get something. So uh, for me it's, and it's tied to self-worth. Mm-hmm. because the the harder you work, the better your value is or the, the more valuable you are to a company or the more valuable you are to society. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's a big struggle for me is not having to sort of tame back that hard work ethic. And, you know, because I tend to overwork Because again, it's tied to that thinking that, well, if I don't work hard enough, you know, I'm not providing enough value. I'm not Mm -hmm. providing enough. And when I don't, then it's like, well, you know, am I, am I good enough? Is this good enough? Is the product, is the service that I'm putting out good enough? So then it goes back to self-worth. So that's something that I, I struggle with quite a bit. And, I'm working on it, (laughs) working on it.
0: I get it. We've got, we've all got our things and, and that, that, you know, not only with your situation, I think women in general, you know, do have that challenge as well in terms Mm -hmm. of allowing something to be somewhat easy women in business. I mean, women Mm -hmm. anywhere, but sure, like we're creating this, um, you know, something and it's like, no, we've got to give our heart and soul and lifeblood for Mm -hmm. this to, to have value. And then of course, once it's all gone, then you don't have anything else to give. Mm -hmm. So that sustainable, you know, kind of giving of yourself and serving on top of, you know, the cultural conditioning, then it's also that challenge you know, Mm -hmm. with your feminine energy that just wants to give and mother, I'm sure. Yep. Sure. Yeah. So I drew a few cards to, to kind of bring even more light to this and kind of, help with, with this in the new year. Are you open to me sharing? Yes. That today? yes. All right. Great. I'm excited. Well, <laughs> cool. Well, I've got, um, the first card I pull is one that talks about energetic boundaries and that in some ways you might be feeling like you either need to do something about this sometimes or, or shift something. And really all it is, is continuing to do that deeper spiritual work of holding your boundaries and knowing that if something's wrong over here or someone needs you over there, or even there's, you know, even things in the family, like give it a little bit of time to come into alignment before maybe it feels like an emergency for you. Um, and I feel that your intuition is so strong that when you do tune into it and you're not in your mind mindset so much, then you go, and and this is one example, that's just flying up. Like, um, daughter stubs her toe or, um, has a bad, you know, something bad happens at school and she's very upset. It's like, we're going to talk about it after dinner and maybe she's a little upset, but it's like really kind of knowing that and say the boundary, like we're really, we really will. I'm really there for you. And this is just a random example, Mm -hmm. but it is what's coming. Like it's, it's, we, I will be there for you, but right now, I've got this to do, whether it's my meditation or my walk, and then, and then I'm going to hold space for you. So you do it second, instead of putting off your well being for the other person, whether that's a child or an adult or someone you're serving. Um, And it feels just important to know that a lot of people will make excuses and say, I have plans. No, I can't do that. I have plans. And one thing that has helped me with, with what I'm seeing being your challenge right now is like sometimes your plan is just to rest and just to stay mm-hmm. home, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. get the laundry done, maybe, I don't know, or just, you know, I've got plans with the couch. So to make sure that you are, are able to at least create that space for yourself, so mm-hmm. that you're not constantly feeling like you're starving for it. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like you've, you've gotten, you've come a long way. Mm-hmm. But it's still like an, a default operating system to just go, okay, well, I will just, to everything's the emergency. I'll just do it. And then if mm-hmm. I have time later, then I'll make time for what I need. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Especially now around the holidays, a hundred percent. It's
0: almost over and it's going to be wonderful and beautiful. Yes. and Awesome. And, but yeah, yes. there is that giving, giving and watching mm-hmm. like over giving tendencies. Well, I'm going to get, I'm going to go shopping here, 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 and get all the things not thinking, oh, that's going to take me four hours to do that one thing. Like they'll be happy with this, Thoughtful gift that I got and not, you know, overdoing it. Mm -hmm. So you're coming out of a time of, of also really acknowledging your gifts and your wisdom and getting really complete with that. So there must've been a shift recently about your self-confidence with what, what you do and what, you know, um, and there is with that confidence and, and how you're serving now, it's almost like you're going to be challenged to, to continue holding your power as you grow, it's um, somebody said this term the other day that sometimes entrepreneurship is like making your own wings as you descend, and I thought that was a really cool quote. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That you kind of you're falling, things are happening. You're you might grow faster than you think, and then you've got to work on how to solve a problem as you go forward. And I feel that when you trust in your inner power you don't need to worry about your time management so much, as long as you start practicing that now um, mm-hmm. time and energy management, mm-hmm. and that it is going to be a journey. And sometimes it's not going to change on the outside until you shift it on the inside. And I can see some real specific places that you're wanting to do this. Do you, does mm-hmm. some come to mind right now? As I'm talking? Yes, no,
1: no, hundred percent. And it's something that, that I have been uh, starting to work on. Uh, and you're right. You're right. I, I did. Towards, um, uh, I think part of it was I launched my course in September. Finally, felt like that was validation for a lot of the stuff that that I had been doing, and and now, uh, course aside, I've just been doing more speaking engagements and just more reaching out to my community, and that has felt very good for for a long time. I wasn't sure what I was doing that. I wasn't sure like what was the area where I needed to like focus on. And now I feel like this past year I'm hyper-focused and that, that has felt very good. So that is that shift that you had mentioned. But in that, as I'm putting all the pieces in place, I know the areas where it's not the best, where I know that if things start to grow and they will, that those are the areas that uh, potentially can can bring me not harm, but a little bit more chaos and stress in my life. And those areas are the ones that I need to focus on for sure.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. And it's just, just kind of planning ahead of time for what mm-hmm. you're going to do when you get to that part of the journey. And it feels um, in the meantime, it's like, okay, we'll just see how that goes. And we'll set up some we'll shore up some boundaries. But there's going to come a time where it's going to need to be like a brick wall. And that's like, Either that's yeah. a no, or that's not anymore. Or here, let me direct you somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And and so the environment really encouraging this forward. It's you can't make this stuff up. We just talked about cultural conditioning. I got the card that talks about um, ancestral patterns and generational patterns and the ghost mm-hmm. dance, which mm-hmm. means that um, for you it feels um, v- applicable in into that. It's not that it was just work for work's sake and pride. It was like, no, I do this out of love for my family. Mm -hmm. It's a heart centered thing. Mm
1: -hmm. And
0: even loving heart centered, compassionate things. And, and, you know, like I talk a lot about codependent tendencies on the show. It's like, that's what it is. It starts as a way that we love until it depletes us. And then we realize, Mm -hmm. oh, well, we don't love stuff so much when we're depleted, we have to make sure our cup is full. Right. So if it, if it, even if it starts at a heart centered place, we've got to make sure that we're being a little more selfish so that then you mm-hmm. can love and, and be a stand for, for those positive relationships more than being depleted, tired, or maybe a little grumpy or something like that.
1: hmm yeah.
0: So I don't know if you're seeing that show up, um, especially on those days where you're not as in tune or can't get into the meditation. Like, it's just like, uh, I'm not really present.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, a hundred percent. And it, it is, uh, going back to that, that internal, uh, battle of, of that conditioning of work and giving and giving and, uh, having to work more on setting those boundaries, as you said, during those hard stops, uh, because it, it has just been a condition for such, like conditioning for such a long time that it's a hard habit to break. Mm-hmm. And I have to, you ha- I have to be very mindful of, Hey, this is not, this was not a typical day that I don't want this day to be every day. Like if I, if I'm working around the class, like this cannot happen. So for me, it is being mindful. And I know that right now the holidays and everything has just been very stressful. Um, but my hope is that I will be able to implement, uh, we are taking some time off. So that's good. Uh, but I, that I will be able to implement some, uh, a little bit more structure and strategy in terms of processes so that they are in place so that I don't find myself scrambling, which is yeah. what I find myself doing quite a bit. And I need to scramble less and take the time to create those processes. But once they're created, just I know, okay, this is what needs to be, or, or this is what I can give an assistant to do. And yeah. she can handle this.
0: Yes, absolutely. Structure, structure, structure. Like this is the, my limit for the day. And you know, when, once you know where that limit is and then going for it. And I see the The bigger challenge here is that you're called to shine on a bigger level and to really Mm. be more visible with the work that you do. So there Mm -hmm. is something right around the corner that is, is something you've been invited to multiple times and it's never, you've never really missed the boat. It's just, it's waiting for you to say, yes, I'm going to step into that. And it feels like Mm -hmm. really shining your light. Like, you know, I don't know if I want to say internet famous, but you know, like, where a lot, a lot of people know who you are and you're Mm -hmm. serving that, you know, thousands. Yeah. Yeah. And so with that, there's like, okay, if, if I'm going to live into that bigger vision, this is, I must do this. So it's not simply a selfish thing. It's like, how Mm -hmm. many more people can I help if I live into this vision?
1: Yeah. And I, it's, oh, I got goosebumps. I'm not I'm not surprised to be honest because going back to that inner calling that I had um, I knew that this was not going to be a an overnight success. I knew that my journey was going to be a long one. I knew that going in I, I don't know how to explain it, but I knew that and I I know that I know that I'm here for a bigger purpose and and so I'm not surprised. you are correct in saying that. There is sort of a hesitation and part of that hesitation has always been that I have a small, I have a young daughter and as much as I'm busy and, and doing multiple things, I want to make sure that as she's growing up, that she, that I am present as a mom, mm-hmm. that I when this happens, I will welcome it, but that I can be present for her, that I can be present mom for her. And to me, that is that is very important, but, um, but it's coming. It's coming. Yeah. And, and uh, I, I'm, I'm preparing myself. I'm, I'm, I'm preparing myself mentally and structurally in terms of, of the business. Uh, I, I welcome it. Uh, not too soon, though. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, 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 Give yourself some time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and it makes sense. It feels like the, looking at it as there's going to be a, a big initiation that might be a lot of work, but on the other side of that is when you'll have those those freer work days and that structure mm-hmm. that you see beyond the big launch or the big push, which may be six months, even a year. But then after that, it's like, okay, now I have all this extra time with my family. Mm-hmm. So, so building that into your dreams is going to be really important because right now you are making a lot of sacrifices and there is a fear of more sacrifice but you're forgetting that your dream is quite unique and you can make it whatever you want um mm-hmm. and and part of it too is is letting go of that old people pleasing nature um mm-hmm. that that also kind of holds on to this security so whatever you can do to you know kind of save i'm sure you're already doing that saving money making sure your your financial fears are are down. Mm -hmm. And then if you do need to leave any um, commitments that you have now that you don't worry about people not getting by without you, Mm -hmm. um, that it's actually, it's when it feels right, and you're done giving your energy in that way, and it doesn't feel like an equal exchange, then it's time to move. But that comfort with the uncertainty and knowing that you can create into that future because you're being called. And I I truly believe spirit doesn't call us to do anything. It's not going to help us with along the way. Mm -hmm. And so knowing that you're going to get those clues along the way and live in your wisdom and share it in a very balanced way. But, but if anything, notice if you get, get taken in the same circles and you hit the same walls, it's just spirit going, okay, what do you want to do this time? Mm -hmm. That's different. Yeah, to start changing the trajectory because you're anytime you want to make that different decision, we can start down that road, mm-hmm. but only when you're ready.
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. I I hundred I, percent I understand what you're saying. Hundred cool. percent. Yes, yes. What? No, it's totally, totally resonating, especially like the the financial part because I've always been very cautious. Uh, I always want to make sure that my family's taken care of. Uh, that that sort of having that security blanket and uh, sometimes uh, treading into an un- unknown financial waters uh, in terms can be a little scary. And uh, I'm taking small steps, but I think that um, when the right time comes, that I'll be able to to jump in a little bit more confidently. I'll be I'll be ready. So I'm getting I, there. I'm getting I there. I love
0: it. Well, you, you definitely. <laughs> have what it takes you have support in the spirit world and and it is it's like yes you're going to bring ease and value to people's lives and and what better way to help help heal before any damage is done it's like that's Mm -hmm. the kind of work you're doing it's like preventative healing work Mm -hmm. and and it's super important in the world so I I encourage you I'm excited to see where you go and it's been just amazing talking to you today
1: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: You're welcome. So speaking of where you're going, where can people find you when they want to find out more about you, about what you do online?
1: So the easiest way is you can visit uh, melegacy.com and that's spelled M I L E G A S I dot com. Uh, I know it sounds a little bit different, uh, but there you can find everything. You can find links to the podcast, so you can listen to to the podcast. Uh, You can find links uh, to the course, to resources. I have blogs there. Uh, Anything that covers bilingual parenting and uh, free resources, uh, you name it. And uh, yeah, we have a Facebook community. So that's the spot to go to, uh, for more information. Yeah.
0: Awesome. Thanks for sharing your light today. And I look forward to talking again sometime. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. You're welcome. And thanks guys for listening. Catch you next time. Hey there. I hope you enjoyed today's show. If you'd like to hear more from our wise and wonderful guests, make sure you subscribe for daily interview content. And here's three ways I can help empower your wisdom for free. Number one, grab your copy of my empower your life workbook. It will help you honor your inner voice, make way for new visions, and live with intention. Go to empoweredwisdomshow.com forward slash workbook to get your copy today. Two, if you're a woman with a well-established business or career and your intuition is nudging you to go in a more spiritual direction, we want to interview you on this show. Head to empoweredwisdomshow.com. Three, Listen and subscribe to our sister podcast, The Empowered Wisdom Hour, for free teachings, guided meditation, and channeled wisdom to help you thrive. You can listen on Apple, Spotify, and most major podcast platforms. At Empowered Wisdom Coaching, we help intuitive, spiritual, and high-achieving women who feel disempowered by self-doubt and relationship patterns realize their power and go for what they want without holding back. If you're ready to release doubt, fear, and disempowering relationships so you can follow your calling and your bliss the intuitive way, Book a call to see how I can help. Go to mollymccartney.com forward slash chat.